Hey guys, um, I bet you're a little surprised you're hearing um, my voice right now. I won't. I won't lie. Bryn and I are are in. Uh, how would you describe um, this place? We are in the bad place. The bad is place. what I can assume uh, is where we are at right now. Uh, so yeah, guys, we are coming at you from uh hell i think i mean last i remembered uh you had gotten shot and then Mm. i got shot and then just darkness for a good a good amount of good yeah of what felt like forever and then suddenly we were in the room that we are in currently uh this probably i would say mind you we're talking about literal hell like this is not like actually hell we're dead metaphorical hell we're all. we're dead and we are recording this in hopes that mm. maybe somebody who who works here i guess is going to put this out well, and i hope according to um this pamphlet that was uh the pamphlet was, was here, very helpful yeah it was very helpful it says that apparently um Brent and i have we 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 have a deal with the devil mm-hmm. and it's saying that who can ever win this argument over who is the worst director uh, gets gets to get the hell out of here. To mind the pun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, and I, I assume... I didn't expect like this level of like curated mm-hmm. experiences to be on display in hell. To be quite honest, I'm really surprised. Well, um, well apparently... I mean, what everyone's saying around here is that... The, the public relations for hell is just not doing too hot. Yeah, yeah. Mind the pun. Um, <laughs> Very good. They they, they want to ex- they want to express to the world, and since we have such a popular podcast, yeah, they want to show that you know hell's not a great place to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They. Uh, I don't think yeah. They want, understand that. Nowadays. They they're trying to rebrand a little more negatively because. You know, all, all these millennial kids and their their suicide jokes and their mm. kind of uh, shitting on reality. I mean, they it really uh, doesn't get you prepared for the reality of, of hell. It's, it's not great, guys. And I, I want to get into detail about why it's not great down here. Um, yep. So just to kind of paint you a, an image of kind of the room we're in, it seems like we're in kind of a a 12 by 12 by 12 concrete box. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no windows. There's no doors. It's a little um, bit hotter than you, you prefer. It's, it's uncomfortable. Not, yeah, yeah. It's not too hot. It's a little, like, it's a little bit too warm. Like it's, yeah. it's, you know, you keep your thermometer on maybe low to mid seventies. Usually I yeah. feel like if there's a thermometer somewhere, somebody's got it on like 79 and yeah, it doesn't it, feel it, great. Like you could be a little bit cooler. You know exactly. Like if you're trying to go to sleep, it's like I can't put a blanket on because it's a little too warm. Yeah, I mean, you know? and and we should mention that there were two kind of blankets uh, on the ground, kind mm. of uh, for us to, you know, I guess sleep on. But also uh, in the room there were two microphones, mm-hmm. which we're now speaking into. Hopefully the audio quality is fine. They look like mm-hmm. shit. Uh, there was a small. I would say, what, what would you say that TV is? Probably about 13 inch. 13 inch. Uh, yeah. what, what do you call them? CR TVs? The, the big box TVs, basically. And from they like only 90. had a VCR. 
Only a VCR. No, no Blu-rays here for us. No Blu-rays. Um, they don't. We have to rewind them too. We have to rewind the movies that they provide. And just to yeah, just to annoy us, they were all at the end. Yeah. Uh, which I should get into what we're talking about. So this season, we're we're making do with what we have with mm-hmm. us, which is the VCR, the TV, uh, and then six VHS tapes. Yep. And I, I, I don't want to spoil what all of the VHS tapes are yet, uh, but we are, you know, going to talk about the first one that we uh, watched today, which is uh, Tim Burton's Batman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the the 1989 um, classic um, Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. And... Why don't we uh, start off with a even even in hell you 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 have access to IMDb. Yeah, it's weird. It's I, I want to talk about that for a second because um, it's it's IMDb via printouts. It's like yeah, it's like it's they kind of that's and I, that's really hearkening back to what I said about it's hell is very carefully curated mm. to who is there. I can't speak for any of the other um, residents yeah. here inmates. Yeah. Probably a better way to put it. Um, but it is so curated to this podcast. It's insane. Like, mm-hmm. like there are printouts, IMDB printouts mm-hmm. uh, that have trivia that have summaries. It's really, it's really odd guys. And, I guess I guess you're gonna read. There's yeah. a Tim Burton printout, right? A, a yeah, printout of Batman. This one's given to us by the uh, user uh, Blazer uh, three four six. Uh, pretty appropriate. Yeah, he's he might be down here now. Who the, who the hell knows? Yeah. So thanks, uh, Blazer three four six for um, this upcoming summary. After witnessing death of his beloved parents in front of his face. Billionaire Bruce Wayne vows himself to protecting the good people of Gotham City against evil forces that threaten the city. But his vow is to put is put to the test when he starts to wage his crime-fighting crusade against the maniacal clown prince of crime, Ellipses, also known as the Joker. Well, that wasn't a very good plot summary. <laughs> And that's and the only can, thing. That, I guess we can expect yeah. that from our stay down here. Because I can tell you that is just not what this whole movie is about. Yeah. For absolute sure. <laughs> the fact that that summary mentions Batman when this is clearly a Jack Nicholson project is uh, pretty fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it To me, it seemed like this movie... When when they scored, actually, you know what? There's some. I don't get into trivia yet, but um, when they scored Jack Nicholson, I feel and yeah, the trivia actually supports this narrative. I feel like when they scored Jack Nicholson, the screenwriters, I feel like catered the movie to that star power. Uh, because God, I feel like he he has more scenes in this movie than Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and Jack Nicholson, I think is is great. Um, but. Yeah, it's really not as much of a Batman movie as I remembered. Yeah, it should call it should be called Joker. Mm-hmm. Just just that. Just Joker. Yeah, just it's the Joker. Joker origin movie, basically mm-hmm. more than a yeah, Batman it was origin a Joker movie. origin movie. Like hardly. I mean, there was like one scene about Batman, Batman's parents 
that are dead, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. yeah, and it was like in the middle, middle. of the movie, oddly enough. And it was kind of subversive because at the beginning you thought it was going to be. Because, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was that was cool. I was like expecting like, oh, here we go again. The yeah, fucking Martha. Stuff. and yeah. I remember, I definitely remember Martha <laughs> because fucking BVS. But yeah. Um, and whatever, Greg, uh, Wayne, that was his dad's name, right? Uh, when they die, because we've seen that 30,000 times in film. Um, mm. But yeah, it kind of subverts that in a nice way. Actually, I feel like we're getting little ahead of ourselves. I want to kind of backtrack a bit and say kind of what we're going to be doing. I think with what we've been given here. Uh So guys, it's going to be, it's going to be a hard season. It's going to be tough guys. And it's very fitting with our current locale. And I think we're going to do our best with what we've got. So what we have sitting in front of us are, like I said, six VHS tapes, three are Tim Burton movies. Yeah, your your favorite. I can't even say that with this. No, it's face. it's and that's going back to the the curated yeah. hell for us. Like Tim Burton guys, I I don't like them. You will hear over the next five six episodes uh, why you we're going to vehe- dive into you are it. A vehement like hater. Yeah. I of don't Tim like Tim Burton, Burton. and. Uh, I recognize that he has a lot of movies. You have to say you hate Tim Burton, right? I mean, you can't you can't just say that you don't like him. No, I hate Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's, let's put that like. But even people, yeah. But even yeah. people that you hate can sometimes Make. do things that are good. Yeah, that you, you know, can recognize as good. But it doesn't change the fact that clock is hate him. right. You know, twice a day, right? Exactly. A broken yeah. clock. <laughs> a up. clock a single working clock is I right mean, only the, twice the, a day the clock here is just 666 and i just don't know how that's possible yeah yeah it's six, but permanently it's just, 666 um yeah and great joke adam yeah. <laughs> very good yeah there's not actually a clock yeah. uh they don't want us to know what time it is it's very confusing mm-hmm. i don't know about you but my body is confused as all hell mm-hmm. uh fitting again um and what are the other movies? Well, you don't not you don't have to get well, into specifics, but the director we noticed was one director. So, um, so half of the movies was catered to to your. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm exactly the a Tim Burton defender. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. But the other ones, uh, it's under by a fellow named Paul Feig, and I absolutely hate Paul Feig. I really do. And and guys, it's mostly because Adam is is very anti-feminism and <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Um Thanks. that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> he loves women. I um, really do. Love- <laughs> <laughs> uh just Paul Feig is just not um he's not a director. Yeah. I don't even think he's a director. He's just kind of like I mean, we'll get into it with the, with his movies and you know when we watch him. But yeah, he's like he's like an have. improv controller or something. Like no, he just sits his fucking camera out and says, "Do something, do funny stuff." Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's Paul Feig. So stay tuned for um, yeah. our forced watching of <laughs> of Paul. Guys, Feig. we have got nothing better to do down here. I mean, it's it's. Uh, we're we're making do. So well, I, I mean, mean, I mean, the devil says mm-hmm. if so, we had to put Paul Feig against Tim Burden. Yeah, I hate Paul Feig. You hate Tim Burden. I have to defend. That's right, Tim yeah. Burden, and I have to defend 
Paul Feig. And whoever wins, mm-hmm. you know, get gets gets a ticket to the, you know, the 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 old pearly gates. Gets a chance. Yep. That's I mean, that's yeah. uh that's at least what was written in the pamphlet. Yep. To be quite honest with you, I don't know if I fully trust but that pamphlet. I mean, we got nothing better to but do. But I mean, Chief. there's nothing else. We're in a fucking escape room right now yep. as far as far as I'm concerned. It, it's not it's not like I'm going to have an easy time. Yeah. Defending Tim Burden. I really, I really, yeah, I really mean, not. likewise, man. I, I don't, I haven't seen, I don't care for uh, a handful either. of these Feig movies that we've mm. got on VHS here, but I mean, I, they're probably not going to be good. I mean, this is hell. I'm sure they know us better than we know us. So, mm. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to explain kind of what we were going to do. I mean, this, yeah, this kind season. of short season down here. You know, um, thank goodness that three plus three. It's six, and so it's not too bad. But they just wanted to keep with the sixes around here. I guess so. That's you know? yeah. That's really their brand, is what I noticed. I for mean, sure. thank goodness that it that their brand is six. Like if we had to watch more than six. Oh, oh, you know man. what? Yeah, I feel like what if we got down here and there was a pile of six hundred sixty-six. What's well, not fucking not ooey bowl movies? I mean, I mean, I'm trying to look at the bright side here, yeah, man. Like I would actually enjoy watching. Bowl yeah, that's you know Tim it is Burton. a very specific yeah. thing they're doing here, right? Uh-huh. Like these directors that we specifically don't like that have okay <sighs> movies too, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I'm talking this to to hell. I mean, we can definitely just get into Batman now. I just mm-hmm. wanted to explain kind of what people can expect from the season. I also do um, want to make a quick shout out. Hey, uh, thanks, thanks for having, um, thanks hell for having a lukewarm. Miller High Lives, yeah. At least, at least it's, at least it's it's a Miller that's lukewarm and not. It's it's I mean, something. We man. would want cold, ice cold Millers, but yeah. I mean, it's it's something. It's uh, and you know what's what sucks about it though right. is it's it's just enough to not quite get drunk, but yeah. just like almost drunk. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, I can't, I'm not even drunk enough to enjoy this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. It's really and the thing is, they just pop up when we're looking away, it's really weird. They have like a really metaphysical yeah, control I, of these cells. Is I, I, what gotta, I, noticed. I gotta tell you, like when we were watching Batman, I was sleepy, but I could not go to sleep. And that's one of the worst feelings. Yeah. Like, that's I kind of how I felt nap. down here. Like this yeah. whole time. It's really odd. Cause it was that uh, temperature at 79 degrees. It's yeah. Like, you're just warm and you just want to nap. Oh, Jesus. And they're like, Nope, can't, can't go to sleep. Yeah. Cause this is hell. So what what do you got um, under your uh, trivia for, for yeah good old so Batman nineteen eighty nine here hand me the the paper yeah okay um, yeah so there's some interesting stuff on here uh, they really boy they really put the the best at the top here so Robin Williams was offered the role of the Joker huh. when Jack Nicholson hesitated they went to him first. Uh, he had even accepted the role when producers approached Nicholson again and told him Williams would take the part if he didn't. Uh, Nicholson took the role and Williams was released. Williams resented being used as a bait and refused not only to play the Riddler uh, in Batman Forever, but to be involved in any WB production until the studio apologized. Wow. Yeah, and I can definitely like see where he's coming from too. Like to be basically used as a tool to try and get this. Like, well, yeah, he puts it best when he says bait, like to get this bigger actor so at least w- at the time. Was, was Warner Brothers responsible for him killing himself? 
I think so. Oh my yeah. God, do you think? Yeah, that's what I think. Do you, well, I was going to say, do you think he's down here? Fuck, can we find Robin? Man, that would oh, be Oh, shit. Well, really I hope not, right? Yeah, that'd be really I mean, I've seen, uh, what's that Heaven movie that he's in? Yeah, where, where, when dreams, dreams may, may come. When dreams, what dreams may come. What, what dreams may come. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully he's in that like very painting-like heaven. That'd be, I, I hope he's that's in, the case. He's in purgatory, at least. That's only At up. least. Yeah. <sighs> well, know. I mean, we're in hell. Yeah, we deserve it. <laughs> yeah, we deserve it. I um, mean, after what? After, you know, yeah. those horrible seasons that we put out that were not quality, you know. That's, yeah, that's true. The Shrek episode, I think, is what did it. Um, yeah, so the Batmobile was built on the chassis of a Chevy Impala. And that's kind of it. It was 20 <laughs> feet long, had an 8 feet wheelbase, and weighed one and a half tons. I gotta say, um, I had... This has nothing to do with the movie. I had this, okay. like, I had, like, this, um, when I was a little boy, I had, like, this, this, uh, bubble, bubble bath bottle that was shaped just like that car. What yeah. the fuck? What or a some weird sort marketing of, thing. Or some sort of, I don't know if it was, I know it was, like, rubbery, and I played with it oh, in the bath. Oh, I think, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I don't know if it about. was, like, the bubble bath or something. But like, yeah. I played with it all the time. Fuck yeah, dude! I had yeah. the uh, I had the Hot Wheels version, and mm-hmm. I would always make my custom tracks and mm-hmm. like put them off the table, going down onto the couch and shit. And I I use that fucking Batmobile yeah, all the time. What better way to make us hate ourselves than to be fond of a film when we were kids and to watch it again as adults and hate it? Yeah. Well, I thought you were the one defending it. I mean, you can I, see, you I know, mean, you can <laughs> you you say what you want. I, I will. <laughs> But uh, what, what I will defend is that that Batmobile yeah. is fucking cool. It's it's got that jet engine and it, it like there's a literal yeah. jet engine. You can see it. It's That's right true. there. And yeah. he, he's got boost rocket. Definitely definitely very Burton for sure. Very very gothy. You know what? I wonder uh, it's if... called Gotham City. So well, I mean, come on. That's fair. Yeah, I mean in a in a way it's kind of perfect that Burton was picked. Yeah, it is. For making this movie. Right. It's just a shame that it wasn't good. Um, so the casting of Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, Batman, we talked about this a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. uh, caused a controversy among comic book controversy controversy <laughs> among comic book fans. Uh, Hershey's, I like <laughs> controversy uh, with fifty thousand protest letters. So, pre-internet, dude. 50,000 protest letters sent to WB offices. Bob Kane. Blah, blah, blah. Also heavily questioned. Oh, wait. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Bob Kane, Sam Ham. Wow, that's his name. Okay. Uh, And Michael E. Usian also heavily questioned the casting. And we talked about earlier that Michael Keaton was a comedy guy before he was Batman. Like he was in Mr. Mom, uh, insert other comedies Michael Keaton was in. But he was, uh, yeah, he was like a comedy guy before this. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's kind of, I I assume it's kind of akin to Heath Ledger when he got cast as the... Dude, people, I remember because I was on like movie blogs at the time. People were pretty upset. They were like, what the fuck? Did he do Brokeback Mountain before? Before, yeah. Well... It shows that he can do a serious role. I mean, I that's that's true. But I think he was people kind of like a pretty boy, like rom commy sort of yeah. guy, right? Dude, but nobody saw his Joker coming. Like that, ca- I feel like that caught everybody off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he died. Yeah, um, shame. Maybe. Do you think? I hope not. 
Yeah, I hope not too. No, the Joker earned him a place upstairs, man. Yeah. He's, de- he's definitely, yeah, yeah, he's definitely good. Um, let's see. Well, oh, this- well, let's let's stick with to the Michael Keaton story thing. Yeah, he. Okay. Was, I mean, like watching, he just doesn't fit as Batman. He's not very good as Batman. Yeah, I mean that. That's really. I came away with that opinion also, and it's really funny because now. A lot of people who, um, like I follow, followed in life, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of like film writers and film sites and stuff. And a lot of people like really loved Michael Keaton's Batman. And I haven't seen, it has to be right. Like it has to be like, I grew up with this guy as kind of my version of Batman. And maybe he's like, they do more with him in returns. The second one. Mm But yeah, dude, he's really kind of not doing much in this movie. I guess like, even there's no kind of flavor to yeah yeah Bruce Wayne. He's just kind of like I don't even, he he doesn't do much characterization in it. Like I don't know, he's just kind of like there. Yeah, like he has some witty lines um, when they're introducing. Like he's a he's far and away a better Bruce Wayne than a Batman. But I think as Bruce Wayne, not even yeah with his like like his his curly weird 80s fro oh, mullet yeah. and it's like sure i mean i'm critiquing the times i guess now it's not fair but, but. i've never seen and ne- and also i never expect batman or bruce wayne to wear glasses a black turtleneck and jeans yeah dude he was on some steve jobs shit like yep. for a, a bunch of those scenes and uh like imagine that michael keaton in a in glasses Frameless, with Jufro, with with uh, a turtleneck. Yeah, with steel. What do you call those steel? What? The scrubby things. Oh, the steel wool? Steel wool for hair. Yeah, steel wool (laughs) for hair, except it's black. And he has these Uh. jeans on in the bat cave. (laughs) What is going on? Yeah, man. It's Steve Jobs. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That weird is, casting. Oh weird my casting. God. And <sighs> I can I, I think I akin to maybe I don't know. I'll try to help the the Michael Keaton apologist with like James Bond. Everyone's got their favorite James Bond. You got yeah. you got Roger Moore, you got uh um, Timothy Dalton. <sighs> Dalton. You got Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig and the last guy. Sean Connery. You know? Yeah. You got, it's like, who do you like? And some people say Sean Connery. Some people say it, It's really yeah, interesting, right? Moore, That's I'm glad you brought Daniel that Craig. up. It is, you know, interesting. Like Batman is almost like America's James Bond now. Yeah. Like it's pretty Actually, fascinating. That's, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, there have been so many now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. I have nowhere to go with that, but I mean, it's kind of cool. To think yeah. Because he's an iconic character. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, I, I mean, it's just hard to even say. Like, I don't even know how you would go about defending Michael Keaton's Batman. At least in this one, not. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the. Sequel I don't have to this. much memory of the second, other yeah. than that Danny DeVito is creepy as fuck as the Penguin. <laughs> yeah, he's like black shit coming he's out of eating, his mouth. He's eating like fish that. Oh god! Black blood for some reason. <sighs> fuck Tim Burton, dude. That's why I hate Tim Burton. Him and his fucking creepy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new I mean, intro song. You gotta, is he doing you gotta that? Admit, Danny DeVito is like. Kind of perfect for the penguin. No, absolutely. Yeah. He doesn't Dude, pick his villains. I, I guess. forgot there were people like fan casting Philip Seymour Hoffman 
as Penguin in like Nolan's movies. Oh, that would be cool. And that dude, if because Nolan cool. would do him in a cool Is way. Is Philip Seymour Hoffman here? Oh shit. Wow, this is just going to be a bummer of a season. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is just why they gave remi- us these movies. I know, just keep reminding us of all these like great actors that are like dead. Oh, shit, man. Oh, man. You know what? He's probably down here. You think so? I can, I can see him being down I here. I think the master you know why? really got him up there, though. Actually. <laughs> Along came Polly, dude. Ooh. Along came Polly. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to pivot from that sad note um, to a little bit more trivia. So in the original script, the flying Grayson's were introduced at the parade scene, which is Robin uh, or Dick Grayson uh, and his parents, his parents die in the circus. I forgot how in the comics, but they were going to die in the movie. And that's like Robin's Robin's thing. Yeah. yeah, That was like Robin's origin movie in this movie. He's like an acrobat, right? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Basically he was an acrobat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they basically cut it. They were looking at who are they looking at to be Robin? get it acrobat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. It's like bat, acrobat man, acrobat man. Where Dick Grayson? Okay, well, I guess they didn't have an actor, but basically they were gonna like do a little origin story, like Batman v Superman style, like inside this movie. Uh, and they thankfully cut that out because they already had a bunch of dumb. Can we well, talk about that for a second? No, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So that's... All right, I'm going to... I'm just getting mad now. Um, yeah, they had a bunch of dumb, pointless shit in this movie. Like, uh, Billy D. Williams as um, Harvey Dent. Which uh, is interesting. It's interesting. Like, it's cool. It would have been cool if they gave him any fucking thing to do, but he's always in the background, and it's just... It's there to, like... Give a little like fan servicey head nod, yeah, yeah, to people who like have read the comics, so that DC fans can like jerk each other off in the theater and be like, "That's Two Face! Oh my God, it's Two Face!" And <laughs> and then there's fucking uh, the thing that pissed me off the most is like Fat Gordon, dude, who's like not even in this miscast is fuck, dude. It's dude. so weird. It's so weird how like you're gonna have a Batman movie, um, and you're and you're barely gonna even like mention. Uh, Jim Gordon, when mm. he is like such a fundamental part of Batman, especially since this movie takes place at like a weird time in his like Batman career, mm. where it's like he's been established, he's been taking down criminals, but like the bat sign's not up. Yeah, um, it's like an origin, like yeah, it's like a weird thing. like proto origin thing where it like starts in the middle, but like flashes back later on. Yeah, it's really See, I, strange. I, the thing is, like, we don't have much. We don't have much of a context of like how people knew Batman in 1989. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's because like when I was watching this, I was like, "Well, that's not Batman." Mm-hmm. But like then again, I don't know of the Batman I know was just established through like the 90s, for sure. You know, and this was before that. That's yeah. No, I I think. <sighs> It's really like, interesting. Batman, like, yeah. says, I'm going to kill you, Joker, or something along and those lines. And he blows up a bunch of guys. Yeah, he kills people. He kills, yeah, a good amount of people in, like, a big fucking uh, engineering facility or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's an interesting thing to bring up because this came out in 89, right? Right. So that was before the cartoon series, which kind of piggybacked off these movies' success, I think. 
And really, it was just after, of course, the comics and then the show yeah. and the movie. And so this, I imagine... See, I wish we wish we had John on here. Casares. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, uh, shout out to uh, whoever's listening. Can you please kill John so he can be a guest on... The, send him, yeah. Yeah, send him down here. Uh, hook him up with some, like, assault allegations or something. Yeah. Like, get him sent down south. Like, make sure that he's going to hell. You For know? sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's definitely. He's a good guy. He wouldn't, he wouldn't go straight to hell if you kill For him For sure, now. yeah. We'll have to... Yeah, we'll... Yeah. Somebody figure out a way to make him do some bad shit on purpose. For um, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting because I almost feel like this movie is to let me think about how to word this this movie the 1989 Tim Burton's Batman is to the original Batman TV show as Christopher Nolan is to this Batman movie like this movie I feel like when people saw it was probably like very dark very serious even though it still had some of those elements I would say very very dark but I don't know about serious that's true. Oh yeah, I don't know if I'd I don't say know serious. About serious. Yeah, because like it was definitely like because Tim Burton is dark wacky. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I guess this was before. Well, no, this was after Beetlejuice, right? Was this after after Beetlejuice? Uh, I don't know his filmography, man. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen Beetlejuice actually. Really? So yeah, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. I mean, that's what I imagine that off his success of Beetlejuice, like, they're like, well, I guess, like, yeah, it was 1988. It was oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And then knowing, oh, well, there you go, because uh, fucking, uh... oh, wait, never mind. I don't know why I thought, who played Beetlejuice? Was it Michael Keaton? Dude, Michael Keaton, yeah. Well, there, I guess that's. I know that, but I haven't seen the fucking movie. See, that's that's probably why, like, he was like, hey, you know, <laughs> come Come on over to Batman, be Batman for some reason. I guess so, dude. I don't... <laughs> yeah, that had to be a reason why people were pissed, right? Like, fucking yeah. Beetlejuice is Batman? That's dumb. That is kind of weird. Mr. Mom is Batman? That's stupid. But, yeah, I mean... I don't know, man. I was hoping watching this again... I mean, I knew that I was going to have to be kind of like the one negative on it here. Because kind of that's how it seems like we're set up down here. But I this movie felt like it was fucking eight hours long dude no yeah for sure and it just went on and on the pacing is whack as shit in this movie like things are just happening build up to anything at all yeah like things like things are just happening it's like with like okay for example when they introduce the um uh smilex smilex right yeah the drug the big thing Yeah, yeah that's like a big thing from uh I, I really mostly only know it from the show. That was a big thing in the show that, well, that Joker wanted to... that should be the main to... force that Batman needs to s- stop. Like, the smile. Like, like here's yeah. the thing that I need to prevent from going on. And then all these other plot lines start happening, and, like, you kind of forget about the smile-like drug. Yeah, you and know? it even just comes about out of nowhere. At the end, when we need to wrap things up. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then there's, like, this... They, it gets into this thing with... The Joker where he's like all of a sudden like he wants to be like an artist, like a theatrical artist. And I feel like that comes from just nowhere unless I miss something. Like when he shows up at the museum and they want yeah, to destroy the he, paintings. He, they start destroying paintings because I guess it's funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, yeah, they, they get a bunch of paint and they just smear it all over the fancy paintings. That's uh we're getting into something now. It's kind of like an Adam West like 
Batman episode, yeah. really. Yeah, the Joker here is... I, this coming from somebody who's never seen the show, never seen the movie, the old and Adam just West stuff. Knowing the like the kind of general tone of, yeah, Adam West, it's yeah. he's yeah he's like a wacky Joker that kind of has the sensibilities of the, the darker, yeah, and, yeah. and like uh, Tim Burton's kind of dark sensibilities too. Like when he zaps the guy when he shakes his hand, which by the way is stupid as fuck. And I was like, this is, he's a joker. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a, you know, he's got the zapper on his hand. Brent's talking about, you know, the, 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 remember that ring you used to have when you were a kid and you would zap, zap your buddy Craig, but this one actually kills people. Yeah. It doesn't only kill them. It melts their whole body, which like, uh, yes, that's fucking cool. All right. Well, I want to. I want to like. Com- I want to like bring something up that may seem like an argument against like my stance, and then like shit on that argument. Fine. Uh, so Tim Burton, with these Batman movies, and really a lot of his stuff, is that's that very style over substance. Like he he. It's a great signature move. Would you would I say? would absolutely say that's a signature move. Yeah. That he stylizes things so much and to, to where like you kind of get lost with either the narrative or the characters because he's trying to like shock you or even entertain you in these weird, like avant-garde gothy fucking hot topic ways. And I, I just think Tim Burton and like, to be fair, he has, he does have movies that I think are really good and his best movies are the ones when he tones that shit down Mm. Because I think, uh, and this is probably something I'll say a lot, I think he uses production design uh, to make up for like a boring directorial eye, kind of. Right. Uh, Because, yeah, this movie is, it's just like Dutch angles. It's putting, it's just like tilting the camera a little bit, or it's like tripod scenes. See, and what I would say that's really positive Mm -hmm. about that is that he actually has a a flavor to his directing. Like you can tell it's a Tim Burton film. And when you watch Paul Feig, he's watching. I don't know. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I I really don't know. Like there's no flavor to his films, you know, and we'll get into more in that, but I'm saying that at least Tim Burton, his signature move is that, you know, you're watching a Tim Burton film, even his toned down ones. Like, you know you're watching Tim Burton film. I just think I think that very highly contrasted color colorized like. I just film. think I think that eye that he has is is one note like it's very boring now. It's uh. I mean that's yeah I'll agree I'll definitely I'll agree with you there. Yeah I mean I I think uh, it's overdone like because all this fucking film and like Hot Topic had to change their brand they they went from you know. <laughs> What goth kids and now they're in that. Well, now they went to pop culture shit. Like now you walk in and you'd get a Funko Pop of fucking Minecraft or and anime and shit like that. And anime, yeah. But but Tim Burton was just like you know just stayed at Hot Topic like it used to be the goth stuff. Yeah, he never like uh, moved. Tim Tim Burton is is early two thousands Hot Topic. That's that's for goddamn sure. Forever, Um, forever, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to talk a little bit more about 
the sets in this movie, like the the actual production design, like the thing that he prioritizes every, over every other thing. Well, in his I movies. gotta say, like that's fucking like the set design, the production design was fucking great. It was good. It looked cool. It. I mean, come on. Like when when they were in the art restaurant or whatever that place, like the big vault or whatever it was. It just like I didn't yeah. know what it was, but it looked neat. Like it was very cartoony. There, yeah, I mean, I guess, and, I guess but I grand and big, you know. Yeah. Okay, so you said cartoony, and I, I think that taps into something because this movie really feels like a cartoon version of Batman, like Which brought into makes live action. Sense. It does. It because does. It's Batman. But I did The context that they had back then was Batman was a comic. Okay. Batman was Adam West. That definitely helps to. And yeah. it's like, well, what are we gonna do? Well, we it's a cartoon, so let's. I just I felt like he filmed every single scene on a sound stage in fucking Anaheim, California, and he put some some uh, some lights up above yeah, and some you, cardboard. You go, to, you go to MGM Studios and you take a ride yeah. through the the Batman. Through, set. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's two streets because yeah. every fucking street looks the same and. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's just like that really bugged me. It definitely. I'll say this, and I you'll probably agree. Like it's it doesn't age great. No, like it definitely doesn't age great with like the kind of everything's a closed set. Let's put fucking fog and mist everywhere. Feel like you're watching like a play. Yeah, definitely. Like you you feel like you're watching kind of a stage play. Charm to it. Yeah. I, I guess. I mean, I, I'm like, kind I of feel like a, you that. know you're on Broadway and then you see like a fancy like set. You know, you, you can't really you make do with as with as little space as you can. And I guess like, I mean like, I understand where you're coming from, mm. but I'm doing my best so I can go to heaven here. <laughs> and um, it it is uh, it's just it since it is from that comic sense. Yeah, and this is hard for me because I am the cynical one <laughs> with us. It's hard for me to argue. Uh, <laughs> I know. It will be hard for me, I'm sure. To well, no, it's hard for me to argue the cynical point of view here. Yeah, like, right yeah, right now. So, but uh, it 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 looks like a fun like a play, you know, and that's how I gotta look at it in that way. Is that you know what I think? Batman, a guy who is in this ridiculous suit. But he's like this hero, yeah. and he saves a day. And you know what? When staged. you when you put it like that, that yeah. actually that's like the best argument. I feel like when you like actually look on paper at the concept of Batman, it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. Let's yeah, just have a sure. ridiculous production of this. Maybe I'm like looking at it through it's kind the of like lens. A, what do you, a, a melodrama? Is that a? I think so. Yeah. 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 I think like kind of a melodramatic flair to it. I, I think I'm looking mm-hmm. at it through uh like nolan like uh, yeah i mean we it's were given hard perfection before it's hard then, man yeah it's hard yeah. when you have the current lens of like how well this character is but it's like it's two different approaches right like nolan took it from like a realist perspective but also you have the batman <laughs> the animated series which gives like batman yeah. a, a, a better a fuller um, characterization too. Definitely. You know? Yeah. See, I think the, the animated series walks a fine line, like perfectly in the middle of this movie in mm-hmm. Nolan's With because great characters in definitely. Yeah. Series, and like yeah. the Joker is really fleshed out. He's like Mark Hamill's Joker in that show is like an equal mix of like terrifying and funny. Mm-hmm. Like he strikes such a great balance in that show. And like Jack Nicholson is just like, I don't know, man. Like he's good in this. 
because he's, he's being so weird as fuck. Yeah, he's really good. In this. Yeah, you got to know his acting was fantastic. He was, he's the best part of this movie. No, like yeah, without he, a doubt, he is. He is. It's like it is when he's he's coming off like The Shining, and he's just like crazy as fuck, you know? Yeah. And he his laugh is creepy as hell, and he yeah. can sustain it. And the makeup on him was really great, actually. Like, just mm-hmm. have that forced smile. It looked super creepy. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I mean, it looked really creepy. I feel like that makeup hasn't kind of aged great. It looked kind of weird. What but do you mean? I, I don't know. It just, the whole thing looks, the movie looks artificial, but I think that's that comes back to the kind of uh, realism versus formalist. Um, formalist. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely more formalist for sure. Mm. Uh, this, this movie, but I don't know, man, it's like his whole, his whole thing just doesn't work for me. And it's, we're going to be diving fucking head first into that this season. And it's going to be rough for me, mm. but, um, I don't know. Yeah. I forgot that we have segments. Usually I forgot what they were. Yeah. Well, we were at signature moves. So like what, what you okay. saw was kind of burden, burden esque. Um, signature move, uh, working with, um, Michael Keaton. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, that too. But, yeah. uh, oh shit. Who did the score? I forgot. Uh, Already. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Um, I'll say this. Are you not a fan of Danny Elfman? His, I am a fan of his score in this movie. Yeah. I don't like his work with Tim Burton. I think, um, I'm, I'm really proud of this, uh, kind of analogy here. So, the inverse, the opposite of Spielberg and John Williams to me is Tim Burton and <laughs> Danny Elfman. The, yeah, the, it's the, the antithesis. Negative. It's the negative. Um, I think, I'll say this, they work well together, but I think that uh, they make each other worse. And I I hate Danny Elfman's scores for most of his movies. They're just like <laughs> these whimsical, wacky fucking cartoon bullshit and but he did give us uh the score for this batman which is like the score for the show i'm definitely putting this at the end if if we have access if somebody is editing this podcast uh put that at the end please it's great yeah we just have to talk to donna she's the secretary here so donna yeah donna she's the you didn't see her she was over there Oh shit! Yeah, no, I guess I didn't. The, meet her. Um, I must have been sleeping. Yeah, she's um, the, I she's the secretary, and she she takes she'll take messages for uh, the devil. So. For Dan, yeah. it said Dan. That's the weirdest thing about the um the I thought it was pamphlet. Dev. Dev? Oh, maybe like I misread it. Oh, do you think yeah. Dev Patel is like a administrator here? He's still alive though, isn't he? I don't know, man. Like, I, I assume he was round in his own tears. Oh, that's probably what happened because he cries in every fucking movie. Yeah, in. he got the Oscar finally, and then he drowned right there on stage. Yeah, he just he, he killed so <clears throat> many people. That makes a lot more sense than Dan being the hell administrator. So yeah. we'll go with Dev Patel. Dev Patel, uh, in our minds now, is the administrator of hell. Yep. So Dev, uh, yeah, put that Batman song at the end. It's the only good thing from this movie. Um, mm. I mean, if you want. I mean, that's... If you want, yeah. We know you've got a lot of crying to do. Um, A lot of lions to hunt. Um, Yeah, I mean, what else... uh, What other signature moves... um, Yeah. Did you kind of pick up on? How how often does um, Tim Burton use Dutch angles? Because, oh boy, Dutch angle central in Batman. But I'm thinking that it was kind of isolated to Batman. Because they wanted to make it like a comic sense thing i don't know 
Um, honestly, yeah, I'm not really sure about the Dutch angles. I guess we'll have to keep an eye out in uh, yeah the fucking next movies we're watching. <laughs> when I think about those, I think there were Dutch angles. Mm. Yeah, I think Dutch angles is actually a thing now that I think about it. Um, it just makes it because I guess it just goes along the lines of his like wacky kind of. Um, yeah, he's like, you know what, I. I'm kind of a, I kind of look at the world from a, a tilted, skew. a skewed point of view. So I'm going to put my so camera that eccentric. way. I'm so weird. Avant-garde. My hair is always so crazy. Alien bottom I'm Carter so crazy. is great. I let Johnny Depp fuck my wife. Um, yeah, let's talk about the mime scene. Woo, God. <laughs> yes. Oh, so what man. the fuck was up with that mime scene? So okay, so it was Harvey Harvey Dent, um, fucking was that? Oh yeah, he was giving like a speech or yeah, uh, Billy was, D. Williams from mm-hmm. Star Wars, Star Wars boy, yeah, was uh, giving a speech about Star God Wars knows boy. what. Something he was, he was probably. I about swear, Prime I'm gonna have a bigger role in the second movie. I swear, Prime, it's a bad thing. It's and bad. We, we, we should uh. Do everything uh, th- that we can to stop it, and <laughs> I-, I remember Star Wars, uh, and that's all I remember. Like Billy D. Williams doing, because yeah, he even exactly. said, he even said in the beginning. I'm sorry, <laughs> he was like, "I'm a man of few words. I don't like crime or some oh, shit like God. that." Yeah, try to explain it away at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> and so he was doing some speech, I mm-hmm. guess, with Commissioner Gordon, right? Yeah, yeah, he was there, I think. I don't know. Commissioner Gordon's like 30 people in this movie. fuck. Just some fat white guy. Like... (laughs) Weird. And, uh... Then you have, um... What's her name? The love interest. Um... What's her name? The actress. Um... Kid... Kate... Uh, Kid... Kid... Oh, shit. Not Michelle Pfeiffer. No, it's not Michelle Pfeiffer. What is the... Kim Bass... IMDb, right? Uh... Kim Basinger. Yeah, Kim. I think it's Basinger. Is it Kim Basinger? Basinger? Yeah. Um, she was in. Um, she was in uh, Not, L.A. Confidential. Oh, L.A. Confidential. That's right. She was. Re- she was good in that. Um, that's also a positive about this movie. She's sexy, sexy girl. Good looking lady. Kim and Basinger. thanks Tim Burton for putting her in glasses, and she's looking really, <laughs> really hot in that. Light librarianing her up. Yep. And uh, she was there taking her photographs because that's her. That's her job. She does photography yeah. for the news. That's a that's a weird plot, huh? Right, yeah. like her and the weird guy. Uh, I put Cuck Knox in my notes because yeah, that guy annoyed the hell out of me. He's like uh, her like coworker at the Daily Bugle or wherever the fuck they work. Daily Planet, the Daily Gotham. I don't know. Daily, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, and the yeah. She's taking photographs, and then this mime guy just shows up. Oh yeah, the mime scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just doing his mime. He's just doing mom things. Mm-hmm. And then Bruce Wayne shows up for some reason too. Yeah. And he does Bruce Wayne does not dart an eye towards the mime. He's just Yeah, like he just staring. looks at the mime. Jack Nicholson comes up in mime garb and uh does this theatrical display. The mime starts shooting at not even really the people. I noticed that nobody even got shot. Like they all kind of just ducked down. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't even know. What Tim Burton's not that. good with action, man. We'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. Like he's not a good action director. Well, I guess like the mime thing is kind of trying to double down that Joker is a clown sort of thing because a mime is like a level of clown. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So I, I think I think just the directing and the execution of that scene is weird. Like we both noticed it. Like 
like they they do the crime the fucking the mime crime i had to say it the mime crime uh they, they get their guns out and they shoot yeah they do i guess well, they kill they kill that one guy who was doing the speed i don't even know why they were gonna kill that one guy because remember he threw the feather we're gonna pad? circle back around to that yeah he killed a guy because that's what he wanted oh he was a dirty cop and he's trying to oh yeah he's and he's trying cop. to yeah he's trying to take out the gatekeepers that are keeping him from like ultimate control i think and why did sorry what? How did anyone in 1989 just go into this film and have a discussion about what happened in this film? Because things were just happening. Yeah, it's yeah, dude. I mean, the right. I mean, that's more attributable, I would say, to the writing. The writing, for sure. The writing's not great. Um, but yeah, I mean, the direction of this mime scene is weird because, like, Jack Nicholson, he kills a guy. They shoot a bunch of people. And they just like hop into a car. They lit Jack Nicholson walks right past uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne yeah. and Bruce Wayne, like Michael Keaton gives this like very like nothing like glance. Like it's almost like he, he didn't know what even happened. Oh no, he gets shot. Remember? And didn't. Even oh yeah. And care. then he just, <laughs> he just stands there as he got shot. Which is kind of badass. Like when I think about it, like but he's it, like, whatever. It wasn't presented in a badass way. That's true. Yeah. It was just kind of like. Oh, I just, I got, I, I, oh, and then he does nothing. Yeah. And then the scene ends and it's like, well, but Batman was standing right there. Why didn't he he do anything? Why didn't he do anything? Um, yeah, it's just a really weirdly. I don't even know why that scene even happened. Yeah. I guess to to kill kill that one guy. But then why was, I don't know. Just to have the mimes because Tim Burton to have the mimes. Tim Burton has a fucking mime fetish. I'm sure. And uh, just wanted to get some some sexy mimes in his movie is probably what happened. <laughs> I'm going to get... If I was alive, I would get sued for fucking slander. <laughs> but who gives a shit? Well, um, what else? Um, any any other burden signature moves oh, that you want to... I mean, we've only watched one so far, and my memory of his movies is not great because I delete them from my mind after I see them usually. Your mind, yeah. Yeah, I delete them from my mind. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, the set design, the production design. Yeah, it's kind the, of similar. I mean, I'll, I'll say this, and I, th- I think I'm looking at it as more of a positive, is, like, I do kind of like his dark sense of humor sometimes. Mm. And that shines through in, like, his better movies, like Big Fish and uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, where he'll have something that's like you're laughing at, but you're like, Ooh boy, this is dark. Mm. Like, uh, like this, like the scene, uh, what, what was the scene I was thinking of? Um, was it the paint scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was the paint scene when they paint all the shit on the art in the fucking art. Yeah. Uh, the art restaurant, restaurant place. It's weird. Um, I don't know why. But yeah, that was like darkly like the his dialogue in that scene was like very dark, but funny also, mm-hmm. uh, which I would attribute more to fucking Jack Nicholson. But um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other signatures? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, really grasping oh at straws here with this fucking. Well, we'll have more once we watch uh, the next couple. I'll say that for sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? What's what's next on the docket? Well, um, I know this is a little bit hard to do, but let's let's do our best. 
Let's work together. I always forget about this, man. Let's I always together. do. Let's try to do. Let's try okay. to give everyone. Let's give people a good time on director showdown. Okay. And uh, it's what would um, what would uh, Paul Feig do if he directed the Batman nineteen eighty nine film instead of Tim Burton? I'm going to say two words right now. And I think that's going to kind of set the tone of where this discussion is going to go to. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Why did you do that? I was drinking this lukewarm, I delicious beer. I'm going to spit it out. Um, oh no, I mean, I should try to be Melissa less McCarthy as, as Batman. Batman. Yep. And you can't go any <laughs> other way. Oh man, I'm trying to think of a, a more nuanced. And then you've thing. got Superman with with Kristen Wiig as, as Superwoman. Well, we're getting off from Batman. No. <laughs> uh, and then you got. Um, I'm thinking more of like an Ellen Page as uh, the. You got to flip the gender roles, man. Yeah, yeah. Ellen Page as uh, who's his sidekick again? Robin. Holy shit. How did they forget that? Yeah. As Robin. Uh, yeah. Um, just, I mean, just an all female cast because mm-hmm. representation is important. And the Joker is this nerd, mm-hmm. uh, who, a neck beard on the internet. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go this route, dude. I feel like we're taking the easy route. All right, fine. Um, so he, he, he has Miss McCarthy as, as bad. No, no, uh, I don't even want to do, I don't even do want to do, do that. that. That's too easy. Uh, Paul Feig casts, I think he would cast somebody like like Paul Rudd almost, although he's not like big enough. I would give him the credit that he would get a guy. He'd get oh John Cena. Oh fuck, dude! I just cracked Cena? this wide open. Why would he because get John, John Cena's Cena? funny and he's like a big dude. He's kind of too. Why would Paul Feig just decide out of nowhere? I don't know. I'm trying get... to give him the credit, dude. I'm trying to think in his like. I will disregard that and stick okay. with, with Melissa McCarthy as okay. Batman because well, that makes right. the most sense based on his track record. <laughs> all right. Okay. Let's yeah. Okay. Let's do that then. You got so, at least give me that Melissa McCarthy as Batman. I think it would be very like self-referential, almost like I know you haven't seen it, but like Lego Batman style, but not nearly as funny. Um, and I think, I think he, boy, I don't know how to, the, the, uh, the action wouldn't be good cause he doesn't know how to do action very well. Spy. I, I haven't seen Ghostbusters, uh, more than the first 10 minutes cause I stopped it, <laughs> but the, the action in spy is bad. That movie I think is solid, but like the action's ugh, not good. So I think it'd be a boring Batman movie. Cause yeah. like, that's a, that's a pillar of like Batman's identity is like his fighting is actually like i would imagine a scene remember the scene with um kim bassinger mm-hmm. and and bruce oh. wayne and alfred they're all have they're di- having he's having dinner with kim yeah. bassinger that scene would be 45 minutes long and, and paul feig would put his camera on and say hey hey make some uh make some puns about bats say some bat puns yeah like yeah. you would just leave his camera on record and Kim Bassinger would actually be, um, uh, what, what, Chris Wig. Hemmings, no, Chris Hemmingsworth. Oh boy. Okay. Right. You're kind of getting down that path. I didn't want to go again, but no, I mean, all, no, all here. It you makes out. sense. Cause if we're doing most, I just, McCarthy he wouldn't, as, I don't think he would actually go that route. Honestly. Really? 
Because no, it has to be a love interest that. anyway, so it has to be the opposite sex. No, I mean, that's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then Al- and Kristen Wiig is Alfred. Um, oh, that's... See, now I just want to see that then. <laughs> That'd be great. She has like a British accent. Um, He's like, uh, hello, hello I'm, 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 um, Alfreda. What would her name be? Something Alfreda. Wayne? Brenda Wayne? Alfreda. Oh, you're thinking oh, of... Alfreda. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Al- Alfreda. Alfreda. <laughs> and then... Bren- yeah. yeah, Brenda Wayne. <laughs> Brenda Wayne. Oh, that's a movie I gotta, I gotta I say, I'm to sorry, because I'm already burning that, that um, card... Because any future, um, what would Fig do? You got to leave, uh, yeah, you got to leave the Ghostbusters jokes out, which is all you're leaning on those real hard right now. Well, that's all I got, Chief. Um, <laughs> he does love Melissa McCarthy, though. I think he, does. he would definitely. I think it's 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 fair to keep that constant though, because that's just like what's. Well, he just keeps casting her. I could see him using um, Sandra Bullock though, because like they he did. Uh, you no, know, she would right? be better as Batman. Honestly, that'd be interesting. You know, let's that'd do be Sandra an interesting uh, as Batman instead. I don't want to go on a tangent, but um, the guy who does movies with Mikey, he did a recent video about Batman mm-hmm. uh, that I'm just I just want to recommend to people because he talked about how like Batman can be like any like gender and race and how like interesting that kind of be to like switch it up and do different oh, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I think that that'd be cool. Literally. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. But he kind of, yeah, he talks about like how different kind of iterations in these different types of people would be cool versions of, well, at the end it's of the cool. day, I, I mean, it. I mean, superheroes are ideas rather than like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, at least DC, at least DC. Okay. I'll say DC heroes are more ideas rather than people it's yeah it's easier to do that with dc characters yeah, than to make peter parker to... like uh like a black girl i don't know i don't want to go down this path for sure but... well no it, it, it's it, the only reason i mean you're right in the sense that like they're more personable and like they're actual character <laughs> they're actual characters yeah in yeah Marvel. While in dc they're just like gods kind of you know exactly yeah we there's more uh about on um yeah, I was listening to that one. Um, I phoned it in from hell. I wasn't actually there. That's how I. <laughs> that's how you were on that's that one. How I was on that one. Um, Keep it canon. Keep it canon. <laughs> Shit, man. Um, fuck. What's so? I mean, I guess that's yeah, our version Pete, is like Melissa McCarthy or Sandra Bullock, and Melissa McCarthy Sandra, is Alfred. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy is the penguin. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Melissa McCarthy is the penguin. There you go. That's it. And Chris Hemingsworth is Kim Basinger. Is Catwoman. Catman. Yeah, that's a fucking hot Cat movie. Man. That's a sexy fucking movie right there. <laughs> Sign me up. And what Send would, me my ticket, what somebody from be, above. Uh, what's the plot line? Bad. <laughs> because because uh, it's based on an outline that's 13 pages long. Because. <laughs> and he lets because, his camera run for 30 minutes at a time. Yep. <laughs> And it would be, and then yeah, same with like the oh. new, the news the newsroom scene with Kim Bassinger oh, and boy. The, and that reporter guy. Oh boy! You know what I think he would do? He'd do some dumb shit. Like I listened to enough podcasts and read enough about Ghostbusters that I kind of know what was going on with the with it plot wise, and it was annoying as shit because it was basically like kind of Force Awakens syndrome, but like even worse. Yeah. Because the characters weren't good, but uh, where it's basically, yeah, it's it's. I think he would do something like that, where he kind of rehashes similar things that have happened in this movie. Um, well, wait, no, because he'd be making this movie, right? What? Paul I totally Fee. forgot that. Yeah, Paul Feig would yeah, be making Paul this Fee. movie. Yeah. 
So I don't. He'd probably he'd probably pull from like the Batman TV show then, right? Yeah, you just make it a little wackier of, and dumb. And then he makes it in the the guys of the office. Like there would just be interviews of. Oh God! Oh jeez. Uh, of Bat Batwoman, I guess is what we're going with. <laughs> Batwoman, yeah, that's his yeah. Batwoman movie. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, it's that's like good. women are funny. Get over it, <laughs> Paul. Paul Fee, we we know that, but <laughs> but we're you doing make bad Batman movies. <laughs> you make bat movies. All right, <laughs> we'll let that joke die there. Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't know. Um, who would do? Who would play the Joker? Oh, okay. Hmm. Let me think about Jason Statham. Oh, because he was in Spy, right? Yeah, I'm just pulling from my knowledge of who's been in his movies. Oh my god, you know what would be like inspired casting for the Joker? Mm. Kristen Wiig. Okay, yeah, I can see that. That'd be fucking cool, that'd be right? Cool. That'd be a dope. I can see her doing. That'd be cool, man. I feel like that'd be interesting. Because uh-huh. she's got range, dude. Like she, she can play some like really interesting like dark characters. Um like I want the final battle scene between the Joker and Batwoman mm-hmm. to be like this just banter. You know, like <laughs> that's probably just, what it'd be, right? They're yeah. just telling jokes to each other, yeah, until roll credits, and then there mm-hmm. are more jokes. Mm-hmm. There's just uh, what do you call those bloopers? There's a blooper reel that's oh, thirty minutes it. long. Yep. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, it, the movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, that's a solid. Uh, that's a solid take, I think, on Paul Feig's Batwoman. <laughs> it sounds. It sounds way worse. Yeah. Than this film, which is a point in my favor. I oh god say. damn it, Paul! <laughs> I will argue against that, man. I would. I would rather watch Sandra Bullock play Batman, Batwoman, and Kristen Wiig play the Joker than this movie. That'd be fucking interesting. Except there is that is not a movie that they're just talking for an hour. That's a fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. At least we watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we can move on to um, well, we can do historical context for a little bit. You know, sure. So, nineteen eighty nine. Um, I was not on this earth yet. You were, right? You're born nineteen. No, I wasn't actually. I was born nineteen ninety. Oh, that's right. I forget yeah. about that. I won't um, say. I won't say the month or date. Um. Yeah, I mean, what what was happening in 1989? The the, the cocaine was running out. Oh boy, the it cocaine was flowing. Was, was flowing, and now it's just there. It was flowing, and it was going. It was it was. Tim Burton had some. I'll tell you that. He had <laughs> plenty. He he was gra- he was grasping at the la- the last few pounds left in the 80s, <laughs> and he was like, let's let's just snort it all up and make this movie. Just snort it all up and make Batman 1989. <laughs> Dude, I feel like actually we kind of covered a lot of the historical context that that I think is the most interesting, which is like like iterations of Batman, like right. superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like we, I think we should talk about that. Like so, 89. Because when did Superman come out? Like what year? I think s- uh, the year after Star Wars, so 78. Okay, so they so people had a good idea of like what superheroes Sup- were. Yeah, Superman was kind of the I think the first big one, right? And fuck, man, a far superior movie to this one. But um, yeah, I mean this this is like right there, like right on the cusp of uh, yeah, because there hadn't really been uh, many other superhero movies before. So this mm-hmm. was kind of setting the pattern, and I think he brought up an interesting point in that. Um, 
they did kind of lean on the comic book aspects of it a little heavier. Because all you knew was like Adam West, right? Like yeah, that's, that's how people knew him. And even that was over twenty years before right. this came yeah, out. Wait, wait, yeah, what decade was? Adam West, like 50s, 60s, man, mid, mid to late 60s. Yeah. And he was like basically a cartoonish, uh, right. His outfit looked ridiculous. It was, he had bam, you know, like all those like, uh, bam pow. Yeah. Like straight out of the comic books. Um, but making it really jokey. And then Burden comes along and does his, um, new, new take Mm -hmm. on Batman, which is actually, it's kind of interesting because like, it's like you would say that this is a more realistic Batman than mm-hmm. the Adam West iteration, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, that goes back to the thing I was saying about like Nolan's to this and this to the previous one is that like this is like a more grounded version of Batman than people had seen previously. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of, I, I'd imagine it's a lot of, oh shit, that's kind of, that kind of explains why people, uh, like why Keaton is people's Batman is because this is so many people's first Batman mm-hmm. that they ever got right. because there was not really much before this. Um, like for us growing up watching the Nolan movies, like we had these to look back to mm-hmm. and be like, oh, these, you know, Nolan ones are so much better. And that's, I think, what they thought about these, you know. I think it was kind of a actual dark and gritty version. Like mm-hmm. I know that's hard to say since we have yeah. the Nolan Batman. <laughs> yeah. But in that sense, I think it was like a more, <laughs> it's, I guess, grounded and dark Batman because in the 80s, you had, what, like, Terminator, and you had, like, all these, like, mm-hmm. action movies now. Yeah. Like, it 80s. definitely feels like, yeah, it, it definitely so, feels yeah. like a, I was going to say an 80s movie, but in a lot of ways, dude, even before that, like, it, it it's noir-ish, too, right? Like, we kind of talked about. Super, like, yeah, definitely good. Uh, 1930s, like. Yeah, like a 30s aesthetic. Comic. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it's like based Tommy guns and stuff and like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think he definitely took from the aesthetic of like the time that these comics were made in, which is like 30s, 40s and um yeah, like they Batman literally came about in like detective comics, like right. is what it was called. So, um not really any sign of like detective Batman in this movie. Oh, that was pretty disappointing. Yeah, just Maybe kind just of a hint where he's a spy on his fucking party guest with cameras over his fucking I mansion. guess, right? Yeah. Not really piecing anything together. And he just said, Alfred, give me the papers about my parents. And that was his research. Yeah, I mean. Some shit like that. In in a macro sense, I think the the biggest thing about this movie, dude, is that it's like, overall, it's it's like boring, I guess. It's boring more than it's bad. And it's like every time like Jack Nicholson was on screen, I was like, oh, cool. This is like we're going to see some weird shit. Like he's going to be given given it 110 percent. Um, but yeah, the movie overall is just kind of a dole to me. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't age great. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. You got any other thoughts on, uh, context? I don't know. I think we covered, I think we covered it pretty well. I mean, like it's hard to relate Batman to any, like, I, don't know, I guess current events. I don't know. In that time. Hmm. 89. Reaganomics. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, dude, this movie probably was a lot darker than people were used to, especially because, like, we can say now, decades later, that, like, I mean, this might be, like, a point in your favor, in your corner here, because, like, I think this, 
uh, movie kind of really started cementing his kind of uh, image and like his type of, yeah, yeah, his like hot topic sensibilities. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like where would hot topic be today if it wasn't for Batman, if it wasn't for Nightmare Before Christmas? Mm -hmm. And like that's that's a cultural thing. Like that is a... The Gen Xers were like growing up and they're like, oh, this mm -hmm. is like different and cool. It's different. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So um, that's a good thing, I guess. Although, I mean... I mean, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, all the people that I've met that are like... That just love the hot topic shit. It's like, ugh, god damn. I don't <laughs> Hopefully know. they're in hell. They're probably there's got to be a lot of them yep. here. Yep. I feel like there's probably a, a hot topic gift shop fucking ten feet outside this door. <laughs> honestly, well, if we had a fucking door yeah. outside this building. Um, but, yeah. Apparently, when we if we do get into heaven, we have to exit through the hot topic. That's the yeah. last trial, and I just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's. <laughs> Yeah, that's we'll see. Tough. That was in the pamphlet. Two thousand hot topic, mind you. Yeah, two thousand three, I think, is what it said. Boy, there's gonna be a lot of Johnny Depp stuff in there. Just yeah. don't know about that. It hasn't yeah. aged well. And, and Jack from uh, Nightmare, wait, Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack Skellington. Yeah. Oh boy, I wonder if uh, Tim Burton's really standing by Johnny Depp after he beat his wife. But that's a conversation for another time, I guess. Just want to put that out there. Um, it's a bad guy. Um, so let's uh, let's end off with our closing arguments. And you, um, so in this in this new segment, uh, I have to do my best to. If it's a Tim Burton film, I have to do my best to say what's great about it. And okay. this one, since it's Tim Burton, you have to say what's what's yeah. god awful about it. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll start I guess uh, I'll start with the positives although I don't think that's even the point of the segment but yeah, I just want to say it's not the point. okay well I'll just keep it all negative then yeah. uh, this movie is uh, very surface level uh, visually uh, from a plot perspective it's really uh, all over the place um, there's no kind of nuance to any of the characters the characters are really broadly drawn. Um, thing, things kind of just happen in this movie. There's no like a to B to C of the plot, like developing, like things don't cause other things to happen. Um, plot points just kind of start happening and you're like, well, okay, well, I guess the Joker is trying to kill everybody by making them smile. Now, I guess they're just putting that in, uh, the action is dull. There's not even that much is what I was kind of surprised by. Um, the, Climax of this movie is weird as fuck and is I it takes place in like a clock tower because bats, I guess. Cool. Um and Michael Keaton is like an is fine. I, I, I think he's fine as Bruce Wayne, but as Batman, he's like kind of nothing. Um yeah, I mean I good job, Danny Elfman on this one. That's that's all I got. That's all I got for Batman. It's my closing thoughts. Okay, I'm gonna do. You you had it easy this this episode <laughs> because wait until you wait until the next one. Obviously, uh, dude. I think I think uh, this is gonna be your easiest shot with the other movies that we're doing for Burton. Really? I am sorry, but yep. Man, that's pretty bad. Okay. It's gonna get bad. <laughs> so, um, Dutch angles were fun. They're fun. It's 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 a Batman movie. You got you got the comic. It's comics cartoon. It's whatever. It's fun. You got 
you gotta make it. You gotta make it uh, formalist. It's surreal. That's the whole point. He's Batman. He's comic book. Okay. Guy. Yeah. He's Bruce Wayne. He's the Great Gatsby of justice. He throws big parties. They're yeah. fun. Everyone goes. <laughs> he has he has samurais armor in in his in his mansion, <laughs> and that's pretty cool. I wish I had samurai armor. There, oh my god, there's so many straws that just appeared out of arm's reach in front of you. I what's happening? Hey, the, 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 you got the iconic Batman score. That was cool. That is X-Men. Whoopsie Daisy, wrong franchise. The production design, cool. Neat. You got you got you got Gotham City and it's dark, and and you got the Batmobile that was cool. Like it looked like you got jet engine in it. And he's getting, he's driving around in it, and uh, that is a cool car. <laughs> You're not wrong. And, you, and then <clears throat> then you got sexy Kim Bassinger. She she's sexy girl, and you see her legs. That's how she's introduced. She's legs. It's a very and, good argument. And she's really, she's really pretty. It's it's great to see mm. a pretty woman in film. Yeah. Um, I, and I will be completely serious about this. The Joker reveal was super fucking cool. That was neat. That was that was that a solid was, scene, dude. That was yeah, a solid. That was uh, that was With creepy. Him in the, you know, <clears throat> when he was in the bandages, and then he's like, "Let me look in the mirror. You don't see. You can't see anything." And then when he actually like comes from the shadows. Like that was pretty cool. You that see was his, pretty like, effective. His scene, outline yeah. of his smile, like that was cool. Yeah. So 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 way to go, Tim Burton. You you're, you you did you did a good job there, Tim Burton. <laughs> and uh, Jack, speaking of the Joker, Jack Nicholson is the best part of this film. He's so good at what he does. He's a great actor. He gets paid lots of money, and that's when he does his job. Mm-hmm. He's he's he even with prosthetic makeup on his face he still makes it work he still has all those emotion uh emotes that he does with yeah. his face even with that shit on his face so yeah i give him props like he, he kills it yeah he absolutely kills it um and uh yeah that's pretty it good is, it is a uh, it the movie is You know, if if you were in, if it was nineteen eighty nine, I just I you, you wanted you you go to the movies and you see Batman. You're like, I never seen this before. I and just love watching you drown. I'm watching you die in front of my eyes, and it's making me so fucking happy. Die again, I should say. I'm so critical of film. No, you're very cynical, man. It's going to be a weird fucking season. It's going to be weird. Tim Burton, you know, you got got a nice haircut. You got a nice haircut. You look wacky, man. You're wacky, dude. And I love it. (laughs) You're so eccentric. All right, guys. With that, with my poorly constructed... I'm hoping that. I thought it was good. I think you really sold it. I think if you showed that clip to somebody who's never seen this Batman, I think they'd be really sold. I think they'd be really sold. Hey, if on you it. were if you were a teenager in 1989, oh yeah, you'd be dude. totally into this. Actually, Probably ate this movie up. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. Totally, I get. The thing is, like, I totally get like 
if, in all seriousness, like I get how this movie because it made a lot of money in yeah, for sure. And I get it because this is that early <clears throat> that time period. I mean, you had like teenage, you know, early nineties teenage boom ninja turtles and just like all these like wacky shit. And I think Batman kind of like um, kickstarted that sort of like wacky mm-hmm. crime fighting thing, you know? Yeah. So it definitely has a place in the culture. Yeah. Like that's that's a that's a big. So its impact sure. is is it's is, yeah uh, its impact apparent. is huge, man. And like yeah. this movie like made Tim Burton probably right. Like it probably put him uh, even more so. Well, yeah. I Did Ed Wood come before this? No, I think that was that in was the after. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That was Johnny Depp. But yeah, it's like you know, it it was it was good for its time. I guess appropriate for its time period. So its mm-hmm. aging is just not very good. But I appreciate. I mean, seriously, I appreciate its, its cultural impact. But if I'm gonna be real here, it's just not. It's not like you know, it's not. It's not a good movie. Yeah, this movie. Um is uh is a cancer uh to creativity in Hollywood. Well, even okay. more so than you know some some things that have come to light as of recently. No, that's not true. The, the, um what? I don't, <laughs> like I don't know what you're alluding to. Oh, well, there. all the allegations and stuff, but that's too oh, dark and terrible to yeah. even say a joke about. Um yeah, no, I I don't know, man. I was I was honestly like kind of at the beginning I was hopeful yeah, I thought it was gonna be good. Yeah, like it like, like subverts your expectations. And the second dude, the second like Batman floated down, that was I was stupid. like, oh no! Like I uh, practically saw the wires carrying him yeah. down. Like, and I, you watch like a kids show or something. Yeah. I just think like even I I think I was talking about this earlier. Like even the perspective of like he's trying to do that. Like he wants to make things that campy that like artificial in the sense of like you know these are sets it's like that's 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 a cop-out that's not that doesn't take skill i don't think i think that's just surface level shit that you're using as an excuse yeah i mean i agree but i guess like when you're dealing with like again like how we talked about is like a batman it's mm-hmm. like what, what are you supposed to do and then no one yeah, somehow fair. like somehow made it good and like, you know what i'll say yeah. this like who knows if Nolan would have made those Batman movies or even what those would have been like without these without movies. One, yeah. Like that's so definitely a discussion a yeah. because like, I remember Nolan talking not about these, but about the show. And like, I don't think the show would be, what do you, I don't know if it would exist or what way, what form it'd be in if this movie didn't exist, you know? For sure. So well, yeah. if, if you want to make an omelet, you gotta, you gotta break some eggs. You gotta break some eggs. And thanks Tim Burton for Tim, break, Tim Burton's break, breaking those eggs uh he's a career egg breaker i think tim the egg breaker bird <laughs> yep oh boy i don't know you got anything else no i mean that's that's about it so um i guess we'll we'll see see you guys next week we got yeah i mean well, I, d- I don't know gonna, what we'll, type of release pattern this is gonna get yeah, i mean I, if or even if this is gonna be released. everything's literally up in the air and yeah here in hell you know you just don't know then yeah what's coming Yep, what's coming Can't down have the pipe? A pineapple up your butt one day, or you... boy, oh boy, that's a little Nikki reference. Isn't yep, it? it was. Good job, I'm in Chief. hell, dude. Yep, that's that's they're the... making they're making me do Adam Sandler references, oh. and I don't want it. Yep, 
Yeah, it looked. I saw the pain in your eyes. Yeah. Um, I I want to say to you guys that uh, at least before we ended up down here, uh, we got a little uh, help from Amazon. So just go and help the guys out, help the sticker fridge crew out uh, mm. by. Uh, if you need to buy anything on Amazon, if you want to do any online shopping, literally just go to stickerfridge.com and then click on that Amazon link and just, but just, you don't have to do anything else, right. but like we, uh, or the guys, we don't give a shit about money. That's kind of a nice thing now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys get some, uh, some, some, like a percentage of like what you spend mm-hmm. on Amazon. You so. don't even pay any more than, uh, <clears throat> no, yeah, it's, you, you don't it's just do anything. You just shop and buy stuff at the right. regular price. It's really cool. But, uh, sticker fridge and gets then a you cut. Can check out the website and we have like recommended, uh, products oh, yeah. from Amazon. Like maybe, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. they'll put uh Batman on there and you can buy a copy and drive it over with your, uh, Toyota Corolla. I hope you do. Yeah. I hope you do too. Um, and yeah, listen to fam films. Listen to uh, just all the other stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some episodes that are out. We don't have any connection to the to the other world. The uh, yeah, the I don't know. We don't know what's going on with with the release schedule. So I'm sure they're We're pumping all... out some great episodes. I trust that they are. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, they didn't say anything racist on the last episode and get banned from. <laughs> from uh podcasting or anything uh yeah mm. listen to blank is the killer another uh podcast on the about network yeah about horror movies uh check out uh revenge of the sequel mm. that one's awesome they're gonna be launching a marvel thing oh, this is last exciting, i heard actually yeah, yeah last really i cool. heard they're gonna be doing a countdown to infinity war uh mm-hmm. which fuck man we're never gonna see that's a bummer um mm-hmm. but uh we're that'll probably see, be we're cool. gonna see justice league about 50 times. Yeah, they're definitely going to show us Instead of Infi- <laughs> Infinity War, which is very Jesus. exciting. Yay. Great, great. Hell is awesome, guys. Hell is cool. Mm-hmm. It, it's metal. <sighs> yeah. Metal as fuck, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Well, thanks for somehow, like, <laughs> listening, listening to this. To if you are, um, you're awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, stay cool. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, check us out next week if we're there. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Bye. Bye.